All Things in the Name of Love, with your host, Dr. Erica Riesberg. Music written and performed by Megan Moreau. Can you help me redefine truth and preservation of our soul shine? I can feel it, yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. All Things in the Name of Love, Episode 40, What's Next, and How to Help Others Shine in Uncovering Skills, with Philip Wilkerson. Philip has nearly 10 years of experience in higher education, including financial aid and admissions, in addition to career counseling. Philip attended James Madison University and graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in History in May 2008, and began his journey into higher education in 2009. While in graduate school, obtaining his master's in education with a concentration in counseling from George Mason University, Philip took a career counseling course. It was there that he fell in love with professional development and self-discovery through one's own professional path. This focus on careers leads him to study positivity and well-being. From there, he created The Positive Filter, a podcast that focuses on well-being, positivity for everyday life. He also assists the community as a private career coach in addition to his nine-to-five job. He is a husband to Maggie Wilkerson, LSCW. Yeah, 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 yeah. Social awesome. worker. Yeah, awesome. yeah. And a father to two boys, Bennett and Miles. Philip, I am so honored that you're on the show today. It's yeah, so cool you. to have you getting interviewed. You interviewed me a couple months ago, and it's so cool because you and I resonated really well. Yes, yes. Yeah, I didn't think that. Was, I, I thought that was, you know, a great, great intro. I need to trim that down because I feel so embarrassed when people write <laughs> read my intro. I'm like, oh, no, honey, that's uh, actually, but no, it's beautiful. No, I should be like, just Philip Wilkerson got a podcast. How much <laughs> no, because, because I, you know, that, that, that experience of working in higher education, I, I grew up with teachers, so I understand that draw to, yeah. to, to raise yourself up to a higher place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And well, so it's all, it's all about in, in higher ed, you know, it's, uh, you know, what you do and, you know, the CV, man, you got to put everything out there, you know, uh, when people say, what's your publications, what's this and that and this. Uh, so it's so um, title driven and, and higher ed. So, you know, I still get I still get blushed a little bit when I have to say I do this and this and I know how to do this. But then at the same time, you got to know how to market yourself and uh, talk about all the things that you bring to the table. Right. And it's such a, and, and I know coming from an academic background that that's like a weird balance because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, most academics are introverts. So I'll say. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not either. I didn't sit in the history department. They were like, yeah. what are you, what, what, wait, wait. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's this, this tendency to be research driven mm-hmm. and, and to bring this, this concept of positivity and well being into academia is a really, fascinating calling because that's not an environment where that necessarily thrives. So how do you navigate that? Well, I w- I'd like to say there's two pockets uh, in, in higher education. You know, there's really the, that research academia part, and then there's that student s- service uh, people part. And so 
Uh, I, I'm not a super academic, you know, um, I'm more of a student services point of view, working with kids, working with students, Which is helping awesome. people. So I think that, that the things that I like to do, the well-being and all that stuff may fit more in, on that lane where that well-being and taking care of people and talking to people is more of a, um, more of a focus rather than the research stuff. Yeah. Which is awesome because that's, yeah. that's such an integral part. I know yeah. throughout my academic career, I would have loved to have had somebody come in and say, okay, yeah, you've got all this research, but how's the rest of your life doing? How's that yes. balance coming along? Yeah. And that's where you come in, right? Yeah. And I, and, and I feel like um, it's more, I'm not going to say accepted, but it seems like it's more into the conversation uh, when I work with students around their career. Because I could say, you know, you're looking for a job and all that stuff, but then also I could say those, how are you doing? What are you doing to take care of yourself? And all. So you're, you're right. Like, I, I don't know. I haven't really, quite honestly, I haven't gotten into that side of using, infusing my well-being and stuff, um, positivity. I just, I just kind of get a chance to play around with it more on what I'm doing within career services and student, student stuff, you know, little ideas of, uh, you know, we have an idea where I, I wanted to be thankful for Thanksgiving. So in my office, I took a Polaroid of everybody and I, I wrote on the bottom of the Polaroid what they're grateful for and then I hung it up on the wall. I mean, you can, you can get away, I mean, I say get away with it, but that's like normal. Like, you know, this fellow got this crazy idea with the Polaroid, but you know, on the student services side, everyone was participating, the kids was getting involved. Uh, you know, my staff members were getting involved, they were taking fun, fun um, poses and writing what they're grateful for. So I think the ideas that I like to do in regards to well-being is a little bit more accepted on the student services side rather than on the super researchy side. Yeah. Right. And how do the students, I mean, have you seen how they respond or is it like, when, when did, well, let me back up. When did you start implementing ideas like this? Uh, before I even, I don't know, I, I did it with the, um, when, before even the pod, pre-podcast, uh, I was working um, at uh, admissions at a school and we were praying out, you know, I was doing admissions, meaning like, it was transfer admission. So I was actually doing the boring stuff, like looking at their transcripts and seeing if they got in. And once they, it was at the community college, once they got in, you know, I'd write them, a, they were getting a little letter saying, congrats, you got into a new school. And then uh, we wanted to have like a special called transfer reception for some students. And so um, I printed out like certificates that say, congratulations, you got into you know the new school. Like a, like a little, and we had like a little award ceremony, like a, oh, nice. a, a mini graduation for associates people, you know, people that got their associates. Mm -hmm. So I was bored one day, surprise, surprise. And so I, I made these things called the ill fill awards. So I literally <laughs> took the same, I took the same template of that certificate, but then I just put ill fill. And then I said, congratulations, you're a good friend to me. And then I just started handing them out to people at my job. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Because I, I was bored. And, and then I realized, I mean, before I learned about the, the, the words and power of affirmation, I was just doing it just because I felt like it was funny. And uh, I was being super obnoxious about it. Like I would clap real loud and go in the <laughs> office and be like, ah, congratulations. And so I was just doing little stuff like that, little ways, like little nuggets to say, I appreciate people, like thank you notes and things like that. Uh, I've just been doing that forever. And then I real I don't know. I just like activities, and then uh, I learned about signs of happiness, that there's real activities that go along with it and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I was just doing it because I thought it was funny and fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah. and how have you seen that? Because you're the, I'll say, instigator for that shift in the culture. 
Well, you know, I, I thought about this the other day, and I, I was saying to someone, right, like, you know, certain times there's cultures where I didn't fit in, you know, like, because maybe the environment was too serious and I was too happy, you know, not saying happy-go-lucky, but just, like, they people don't understand that I work really, really hard. I just ex- express it differently. Like, mm-hmm. just because I'm laughing and joking doesn't mean I'm not turning in my assignments right. or doing the work that needs to be done. I just, I don't know, I just don't think anything's that serious. But then I realized, one of the things I realized uh, as I've learned and studied leadership is that you create the culture around you by your actions and either people jump on board or you get ostracized, right? Like that's usually what Mm -hmm. happens. So I literally was like, when I do these little fun things, I was like, I would do these things because I wanted to create an environment where I thought it was fun for me. And I know that sounds selfish, but like either my thought was either people get on board or they don't. But then fortunate for me, which is a very good blessing is that people like it and then I keep on doing it and it becomes a cycle and then it becomes part of the culture. So I tell people that want to be like culture changers or whatever, you know, as long as it's a positive thing, I don't tell you like go in there and start drinking beers in your office and hopefully other people start drinking too on the job. Like that's not a, that's not a, that's a negative, negative impact, but you know, you know, you can create a change yourself. Like you, if you smile and say thank you and all that stuff and that's just your daily thing, eventually you say thank you and so much, eventually people say thank you back to you, mm-hmm. you know? You ever notice that, like, you ever smile at someone so oh, much? Yeah. Like, even even the grumpiest person, right? A couple times you smile at them, they're going to still be grumpy. But if you just, <laughs> every day I see this person, I'm going to smile at them. They might give you a wink. They might, you know, not growl at you, but they're just like, <laughs> whatever. It's like you kind of create it with your habits. So I figure with these fun activities, I'll just do it because I like doing them. And people, mm-hmm. either people will get on board or they don't. But over time, most times when it's a positive thing and there's good energy around it, most people get on board. And that's, I've been blessed that people have. Like, they, they like, they get on, like, oh, here's Philip. Okay, I will take a picture with the Polaroid and they pose um, because they know that the intention there is good and it's, it's something positive, you know, makes people feel good. Have you always been like this? I think so. I just didn't know that was, I didn't know that. I've always been like the, the community, the connector of my friends. I've always been the, the upbeat one, but I didn't really know that that was a skill. It was just. <laughs> we, we usually no. don't like the things that, that, that would come to us so easily. We don't really no, think are really no, cool I, I skills. Never, I never had trouble making friends growing up. Um, I was used to, you know, making new friends a lot because I was mm-hmm. a military kid. So okay. I was always, I was always used to being a new person and, and being a little assertive, uh, assertive with friendships. Like, hi, my name is Philip. you know, like being, you know, and, and I don't think that really had to do with outgoing. It just mean like if I didn't, assert myself I wouldn't have friends so I kind of mm-hmm. built up that over time but just in general yeah I mean you know I've, I've expressed and been sad but I was always like this ain't that bad you know my friends were like shut up yes like that's you know, awesome or, or like, I, I would say like I think I've always had a jokey a joyful joke nature like laughing at myself kind of thing and I never really turned that off <laughs> well I think this, this is like such a beautiful thing because like so many people are looking for that that inner joy yeah and it's innate with you like you just you're joyful yeah I mean and you know I've had times where um I've been sad myself and had that but then I realized that one of the things that helps me get out of my own sadness is being action oriented um really like you know I'm really sad right now so I need to make plans with friends like I was always like what can I do you know and I was always about what can I do so um I think I've always been proactive about that. I think 
no matter what, I've always been proactive about, um, and I didn't know this is a well-being thing, but you know, the, I've learned you know, over time studying how powerful social connection is. I didn't know that that was a thing, but I knew that, uh, I knew that if I was upset, I needed to talk to someone. Like I was always thinking like, what are the actions I could take? So I think those things come naturally to me, like, you know, hang out with people, smile at people, laugh and joke. Um, you know, I, I, my main quote was, it's not that serious. It's not life or death. I've always thought about that. Unless you're in the military, and then I would probably be stone-faced. But I'm not, you know. There's nothing. <laughs> like, like the worst case scenario is someone doesn't turn an assignment on time. You right. live. It's okay, you know. Right. I've and that's, been like that. that's such a beautiful gift that you have because so many people don't have that mindset of it isn't the end of the world nothing is going to be tragic it's you know it, it's life and sometimes it can be a little hard yeah and you'll yeah. get through it and that's just yeah. such a beautiful gift that you share with just being which is yeah. why i liked talking to you so much because yeah. you just have this innate sense of of being in in the flow of things yeah now and i would say i think when I, you know, I've, I've experienced some downtimes, some depression, some, some, um, you know, anxiety, depression, and really funky times. And the way I knew that I was going through that is when I was so out of character that, that, that wasn't my natural state. My natural state is joyful. My natural state is happy. So when it's really, when I was really in a, a funky time, I'm like, wow, this is completely not me. You know, like I'm not reaching out to people. I'm not doing this. So I, I think, I like that my natural state is this joyful one because yeah. it keeps me in check where I know like, okay, uh, all right, what's going on. So it helps me stay in tune with myself. Like, okay, I'm, I'm falling back from who I, I am. And so I like my natural set point, you know, my natural set point is pretty happy. So I, I like, you know, I like to keep, that's how I like to keep things. And so I, I think it helps me also be aware of myself of when I need some help or I need some real, some real support. Uh, it's because if I'm not, I'm naturally feeling good. If I can't even, if I can't do the self-talk, like, yo, it's not that bad. Like I talk to other people and I'm thinking of it to myself, those thoughts that like, this is really bad. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I need some help because my natural self, when I tell other people, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. So if I can't apply that, you know, that same self-talk to myself, then I know that I, that's when I need some help for myself too. But right. I love just being like, you know, you know, quite honestly, when I'm in my good, good space and my happy space, um, I just, I'm having fun. I'm really having fun, really. Have you seen, how have you seen students, you know, coming in from either transfers or, mm -hmm. you know, the freshmen overwhelm? Yeah. I remember how terrified I was a freshman. Yeah. As a freshman, but like, how do you help them get back into that, that more relaxed state? Um, okay, so I do a couple of things. One thing is, they say, what do you want me to do? How can I help you? I always start off with that. I would say, what can I do to help you? What's your objective today? Why do you come see me? Kind of get there. And then, you know, I do a lot of processing. But my main thing is that when I hear students say, oh, help me figure out what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, I say, sorry, I can't do that for you. I say that. I say, I can't. And they're like, oh, what? I thought you were a career counselor. I was like, I am, but I ain't going to help you with the rest of your life. <laughs> so, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even know what to do with the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? I, right. say for, I say, for instance, life is just a bunch of next. What's next? And then what's mm -hmm. next? I mean, if I ask you, I mean, this is just a short podcast, but I ask you where I started to where I am now. It was just a bunch of, I tried this, I tried that, I like that connection. So I try to tell students, 
uh, eliminate the gravity of all this stuff. Like it's it's just mm. next. This is just next. Like what you're gonna do is you're gonna be a friend. You're gonna join a club. You're gonna like this is not. You know you might even study a major you really like. I say study the major you really like. But you be honest with you, get the skills because skills are what's gonna get you to the next place, not what you study. And enjoy this time with doing things you never thought you could do before. You know, study abroad, join organizations, join clubs, meet new friends, because that's what's really gonna propel college. You know, quite honestly, and this sounds bad for a higher ed person, if you just go to college just for classes, you you know, you could just do that online. I mean, you don't you do not need walls to do that. Right. You can you can learn on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like the content content of higher ed is out there. Yeah. Like education is out there content wise. So why are you going to college? You're going to college for a holistic experience, meaning mm. getting involved and, and, and getting outside and doing new things and getting internships and stuff like that. Um, and, and just doing what's next. And then once you're in your job, you're going to find out, oh, I don't like this job. You're going to try a new job. And I always tell people, when you come see me, I'm just teaching you some job techniques, you know, resume couplers. You're going to be doing this about seven, eight more times in your life. Going yeah. back to exploring what you like, going back to networking, going back to writing your resume over again. Uh, so take advantage of my services while they're free here. So you, you don't have to go out there and do it in the community. You can just figure out how to do it. So like, quite honestly, if I lost my job today, I know the process. I know how to network. I know how to do it. I mean, it, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. You know, it might take me six months to get a new job or whatever, I know, but I know what it's like. I know how to tailor my resume. I know how to do the cover letter. So it's just about what's next and, and taking away the, the, like, the gravity of all this stuff. It's not, right. it's not, so, it's not so heavy. It's like literally you can, you can try some experimentation right now and you might do something completely different than what you studied 20 years down the line. Mm -hmm. and I'm still on my what's next. And I like that. And, and I think by me, when I say that to myself and I say that to other people, it just helps me reaffirm that this is, you know, you want to have some plans. You want to make some year goals. You want to make some adjustments. You, you know, I'm not saying just float with the wind, you know what I'm saying? But also understand, understand it changes. That's what I, you know, understand that things change and that nothing's permanent and, and just enjoy. It's almost that mindfulness thing like be yeah. present. Like, this is really cool. You're at a college. That's cool. Enjoy that. Yeah. Which is a really amazing concept. I was just going to ask you if you have a, a, a sense, like when you're, when you're like ready for the next, do you feel that? Uh, no, that's it's pretty, I don't know. A lot of my necks are connected to people. <laughs> like, okay. I okay. I don't know. So like um, a lot of people, I think sometimes things, that happened to me is people like believe in me and they put opportunities in front of me. I never would have thought about getting a master's until someone's like, you know what, you might have been like this. And I get some random email that I never thought. I checked the email and I'm like, okay, dope. It's like more like, I think the way the world has worked, you know, the, the energy I put out, most times the next for me have been opportunities that people have put in front of me or asked me to do things. Um, you know, Phil, I think you should join this committee. I'm like, what do y'all do? And I, I never did this before. Well, don't worry, I'll, you know, join and you'll figure it out I'm like oh, okay it's more like people like see something like they want to connect with me and then they add me to stuff that's so I'm awesome actually, my yeah on the flip side i gotta learn how to say no because i say yes to everything. <laughs> but 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 most of my next have been opportunities where someone else has believed in me and, and and they put me on they put me on to an experience and like i'm like 
I've been very open about it. And I say, I'm very appreciative. Like, yo, thank you so much. I wouldn't have got to X, Y, and Z without you. Mm-hmm. And because I do that, I'm so grateful. Then they put me on to more experiences because they're like, yo, Phil appreciates my help. So I'm like, yeah. all right. So I think when I feel the next coming on is never me. It's more like someone's like, I want him and they pull me up or something. I don't know. Like leadership, awesome. roles. like leadership roles. I never asked to do any of this stuff. People say, you're a leader. I said, okay, I guess so. <laughs> Meaning like, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll help out and whatever. Right. I, just, I just try to work really hard to help. And usually those tasks make me a leader, I guess. Well, I think, I think the leadership, at least how I've seen it evolve in my life, is it used to be like, boss telling you what to do Mm -hmm. to now it's like we have to understand every person that we interact with Mm -hmm. and see how we can help them shine the best shine i love it that's it i love it that's what that's my thing too you know you i always say your boy love to shine but i don't love to shine too i love my team to shine yeah Uh, i tell uh uh, i got one of my good coworkers, and i don't know i'm gonna say her name dorothy uh dorothy um she's more quiet and reserved but she is literally she i call her my work soulmate and I can't, I can get in trouble. I can't get in trouble because I, I believe in multiple soulmates. I believe uh, my romantic one, my wife, she's held me down. I believe in my, my best friend, my best friend, Hillard. He's like my soulmate. He knows. And I think I call her my professional soulmate. Mm. She has completed me. Um, she's like more organized. She's more, you know, boom, 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 boom. And uh, I believe we make a one-two punch. And, and, and my friend Christy too. I, I call, I take both of them. But the point is, I call, I'm her flavor flavor. She, will, she no. She will not. Awesome. No, she will not brag about herself. She won't. But I swear to God, I go in the room. I say, "Your boy's here, and Dorothy's here too." I like. She gonna shine. So I love that. I, I get so excited when I talk about her because like, she does big things. I'm like, "Yo, you know how much big things she's doing?" And she's like, "Phil, stop." I'm like, "No, why? Oh, this, shit, you know, you doing big things. You doing big yeah. things." I always say that to her. I say, "You're doing big things. You know that, right?" So. I definitely love the word shiny because I, I definitely think that sometimes people that are quiet don't shine as much, mm-hmm. but they do so much. So that I, 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 I like, I like when other people shine. You know, I don't, I can't express how much I get hyped when I hear uh, someone else doing so well. I love like the, my inbox is flooded with students that come back and they tell me they got a job. I like flip out. You know, it's like, I, That's I, tag, awesome. I, I say, I tag it. Well, it's a little selfish. I'm like, yo, we did it. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, like, what? Well, Yeah. <laughs> Because you know, you're, you're celebrating, like, like that's yeah, yeah. that's, like, that's one of my like favorite that, things to do too. Is yeah, just I'm, like celebrate that dude that. I'm like that dude out on the basketball court, like we did it, like you didn't play. But but yeah. you did because you're 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 giving them the confidence skills and and making them aware of the gifts that they have. Yeah, and that's really important because so many people, like, I'll give an example. Like I finally, after way too many years, finally. I've realized that I'm a really amazing cook. Like I can make things without recipes now. And that's like, that's a level that I never thought I'd attain. Yeah. But I've been baking since I was four. Yeah. So of course I bring those skills along, not yeah, thinking that they're a big thing, but like now it's like, oh, now finally, finally I'm like, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this. But yeah. like, could anybody tell me that without me? Like, yeah, you can say I'm a good cook, but can, I have to know it within. So having somebody reinforce that. I was, about to say, I was about to say, when you did the cook, cook thing, right? You cook a recipe without, I mean, you cook a dish without a recipe and someone tasted like, Mm-mm, right? And you got that positive reinforcement from someone mm-hmm. else, right? Yeah. And I, I'm really working on that too. Is like, like you just said it too. Like, how do you balance like, you don't need external validation all the time. Like you should just be like, yo, I'm a good cook. I know I am. But sometimes 
I didn't know, you don't know what skills you have because you need an uh, objective perspective. Right. For instance, um, um, what am I about to say? Um, I didn't think that networking was a thing. I just talked to people. They're like, yo, Phil, you're a good networker. I was like, I just go to conferences and just try to meet people. <laughs> 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 oh, no. I don't know. Like, well, my wife is like, yo, literally, yeah, sometimes you just don't shut up. Like, I'll be in the elevator. I'll be in the elevator. And you know, the elevator's going up. I just say, I have to talk to whoever pushed the button. Like, where y'all going? I'm like, I just can't do that. Yeah. So it's like, that's just natural. But I didn't know objectively until someone said, you know, a lot of people, um, they can't go to a con. That's really hard for them, you know, like yeah. to talk to new, new people and strangers. Mm-hmm. things like that so it's like i'm learning about having more empathy for things that i took for granted i didn't know that was a skill but also knowing that maybe everyone else doesn't have that you know right um, not everyone else can cook a dish without a, a recipe you know like like wow like you just don't think about it because that's what you do it's just right. part of you but you don't know from the outside perspective like someone will say to you like i will burn the house down if i don't have a recipe right right and you're like oh, okay wow like you help me reinforce that this is something natural to me, but that might, might not be natural to you. Right. And so I love that you're helping students with that because that's mm-hmm. such an important thing, especially when they're, you know, in their late teens, early twenties, or yeah. even, you know, when they're coming back to school. Yeah. We get some non-traditional students too. So I'll get some people coming back to school too. Yeah. And the non-traditionals, I, I, I remember when I, when I went to, the university of Maine, I was like the youngest PhD student there. And of it was course. like, this is really fascinating. Most people went back in their 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. And so the demographic of like, what are you going to do when you graduate and you're 55 is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. And so building up that confidence, you know, they, they took the first step and they started to go back to school, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And their life circumstances brought them back, which is really cool. And just having that positive mm-hmm. environment and like, you did the right decision. You, you're actually helping to improve yourself and you're getting yourself back on your feet and, and getting closer to what brings you joy. Right. Yeah, is- so, I mean, I think that too. I think that uh, along the way, I'm so grateful that my path to career counseling or career development had a foundation, not in higher ed, but had a foundation in counseling yeah. because I didn't realize how intertwined identity is is it to these to these steps and uh i think you know there's sometimes where i just like turn i was like not turn my brain off but it's like wow those are the things i learned in class which is listening to people mm-hmm. reframing things saying things like wow I, you know for, i could tell that that's difficult just basic counseling things we just add a layer of like the the, the main point is job focus but i definitely think that now because of my counseling degree that i had i definitely look at things different where i'm like I probably would have looked more awareness, like, wow, that's something that comes easy to me. How do you feel about that? You know, I ask, you know, and I, it definitely helps me. I think it's given me an edge in my job because I'm just able to uh, connect with people, but I'm able to connect with people because I, I'm, I'm using my basic counseling skills and listening and stuff like that. And I think it's really propelled me professionally, whether I'm, I'm not even doing therapy, but it's really helped me just connect and network and just be a better friend. Just, I think, I think the, 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 the part where you were saying, like, looking at people, regardless in their journey, and seeing, like, a holistic person, like, wow, this person had this experience, maybe this shapes how they think about this, and 
you know, I, wow, that could be very difficult to come back to school when you're a certain age. Like you start looking at things like putting yourself in other people's shoes, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I try to like also think about, you know, sometimes when I'm working with students, I think like, wow, maybe this is the first person that went to college, you know, like I'm throwing all this stuff at them, but they have no understanding. This is, they're, they're literally can't ask their parents for certain things because they're the first one or the flip side, maybe everyone went to college and they want to pick something different than what their parents pick. And it's just, so I try to, I I definitely like to appreciate and and think more uh, empathetic about people's journeys. Mm -hmm. And it helps me, I think it helps me be a better helper when I do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any other questions I have for you right now. I like processing. It's like a counseling session. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, there's so much beautiful things that you're doing in the world. And I just love (laughs) that you're bringing this. You are. No, like seriously, like I'm I'm working on that too. Like, you know, I still have a hard time. Like I love to give it out and I give out compliments. Mm -hmm. But yo, seriously, sometimes when people talk nice about me, I get like, I get awkward because it's really Aww. hard for me. Well, it's hard for me to accept it. I don't know. Just it's easy for me to give it than accept it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know. But you are. So I have. There. You're just you gonna know, take like, that. Yeah. <laughs> take that. You're doing a really great job in the world. I try. And I try. and you're helping people shift their perspective so much because I know college is like such a big yeah. stressor for so many people, yes. and for you yes, to bring that this isn't the end of the world you can have fun doing it this is actually Mm -hmm. a this is a holistic experience because i i I wish i had you as a counselor when i was in college because mine were all like so what are you doing when you graduate it's like i don't you know i don't know and lord knows when i started i'm so far from where i was it's not even funny yeah well i think maybe it's because um quite honestly whenever I, i I look at, when I look at certain people, I look at myself, like, <laughs> I had no clue what I wanted to do in college, you know? I bet, you know, I definitely, I went to the career services once. I <laughs> oh, mean, I'm, I'm literally the Forrest Gump, the black Forrest Gump. I floated, you know what I'm saying? I meet people. So I try to, like, just say, you know, it's not that serious. Do the best you can. I said, number one thing, no matter what, just get good grades. Because yeah. even if, you know, when you decide to try something different, you just don't want your GPA to be your hindrance. So I say, Pick a subject, don't matter what it is, pick a subject that you like, because if you like it, fine. Duh, this is not science. The more you like the subject, the more you'll be invested and you'll try better or try harder. So pick some, like, I liked history because I liked history. So I got a, I got, my history GPA was a 4.0. Nice. And all my other cla- but all my other classes was like trash. So, I can't, <laughs> so, so it balanced out because I got like a 3.2 when I graduated. Nice. So point is like, Put your time and energy in things that you are interested in. Mm-hmm. And then also make sure you just get skills and, and don't rely just on the classroom, you know. Right. Side hustle, man. There's so many ways, like, you know, um, if you want to practice and play around with Photoshop and creative creativity, man, just get on your laptop and tinker around. I mean, get them skills, you know, get mm-hmm. them skills. <laughs> get them skills. But, yeah, so I tell students, like, you don't need to have it figured out. Just make sure that you're doing something. I'd rather take, you know, I tell people always takes, just take steps forward rather than just stay still. Mm-hmm. You know, you go a step forward with mistakes or not is better than just being put because you ain't right. going to make no progress. Right. And no backward steps. You never take a backward step. Well, if you do take a backward step, give yourself the grace to um, forgive yourself for it. 
Well, I would say even, well, I'll say no backward step, like even flip it. Like, okay, like, oh, I got to go back to school. That's backwards. Well, it's not really. Oh, okay. You know what I meant? Like, that's a, that's an actual action. I mean, backward step means like regrets. That's a backward okay. step in my mind. Like, okay. Oh no, I should have never backwards. Step. No, I think like, okay, uh, maybe in progress, like let's say you graduate, but you go back and get another bachelor's. Fine. You're at least taking action. That's mm-hmm. an action. That's a forward step. I think that's still a forward step. That's still progress. That's still moving forward in something you like to do. So yeah. I think more, I think more backward steps is more like just living in regrets and, okay. and, and not overthinking of why I should have done this. Well, you didn't do it. Pick the next one. And, and I think I told people living in regrets, I think is not good. It's like you take a forward step, whether it's the best one or perfect one, maybe it's not, but at least if you look at your trajectory of your life, you move forward. You did something that you never thought you did. So there's, it's not really a mistake. It's just a different decision. It's option B, you know, you know, there's, there's definitely decisions that you make that are not good options, but those are ones that either cause harm to yourself or harm to others. Definitely. Those are bad mistakes. Those are bad choices, Mm -hmm. but any good choice where it's still positive, either like A or B, whether they're both good options, but you know, you're going to win, win, you know, win, win situation. Mm -hmm. You don't overfret it. Make one decision, go with it. Right. I was working with a college student the other day and she had two, two job offers and she was really, uh, you know, working on it. We did the pros and cons list. We did all that. And I was like, first of all, let's, let's, let's think about this. You have two opportunities and some students are struggling with not even getting one. So let's put right. that in perspective. And I said, two, one of these things is you, you're going to, there's no perfect decision. You're going to take option A or option B and either way you progress forward. So obviously both, both choices are good. They're mm-hmm. both positive. And I was like, and then let's say you went with A and it's not the one you want to do. Don't worry about B that you forgot about. That's gone. Just go make a do, new tree, a new A or B, whether mm-hmm. stay there or go to another job and just keep on going like that. So you're still making decisions, but never are you looking back at the option B. Once mm-hmm. you make that decision, you go with it and then a new tree branches out. I feel like that, you know, like that uh, pick your own story book. Mm-hmm. You don't go back and look at the old pages. You say, okay, this is the choice I made. And now I'm at the next chapter. And it says mm-hmm. either go this one or this one. And you make a choice. You don't go back and say, oh, man, I wish I could have made that. No, just keep on going with those trees. And then before you know it, like just like that chapter book, you finish the book. So you, you, still, you still made progress through the book, right. through the story. Mm. As long as they're good choices. You know what I'm saying? When I say good choices, yeah. as long as they're positive ones. Right, like, right, right. Oh, I got to pick between two grad schools. Well, both of them are grad schools. I think they're both good. You know, right. They'll say, Philip, help me. I'm like, well, they're both good options. Which right. one do you want to do? And then when you're there in that grad school, you can make new decisions. Like I'll make friends or I'll do something else. So I definitely believe in making good, well thought out decisions. But then once you make it, be happy in it and then make new decisions in that decision mm-hmm. rather than regret the one that you're making. Right. Say, oh, you know, that doesn't actually at that point it doesn't serve you any good. It doesn't help you. You can't go backwards. So no back steps. I love so, that. Yeah. I, I, I tend to, if I tune into my gut, mm-hmm. you know, that gut instinct, mm-hmm. um, there have been a few times in my life where I haven't tuned into it and I've had epic fails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I've learned that like, mm-hmm. you know, when I get that, that, that sense, like, yeah, I got to go this way. That's mm-hmm. like a really helpful guide for me, but that's taken a lot of effort to cultivate. 
Mm-hmm. Me too. And I'll say, like, let me rephrase. I, all the good decisions, going to school, doing this, doing that, getting a job, all my positive decisions, I have no regrets. I do you know sometimes when I did stuff, I was like, yo, that was not smart. And that was also damaging, you know, recklessness, teens, you know, doing stupid stuff. Teens. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's not a good decision. So I do definitely say that there are bad decisions. When I say the bad, the key word for bad decisions is harm. If it causes harm mm-hmm. to yourself and others, whether, and I'd say not just physical harm, but emotional harm, mm-hmm. you know, just, no, just not good. But if it's a positive decision, you got two positive options, you really can't go wrong. That, that's mm-hmm. my mindset. Like you got two, two good opportunities rather than nothing, you know? So, yeah. So, it, and, and then also like, you know, uh, just being, I have over time, I've, I've learned to be less impulsive with my decisions and be more what what could be the pros and cons but i'm still very i'm still very action oriented i probably make decisions way faster than a lot of people mm-hmm. positive and everything you know yeah. uh, my mom t- my wife tells me once my mind is set it's pretty crazy like i'm i'm laser <laughs> i'm laser focused but that's also if i'm bored then she's like you're the laziest person ever <laughs> yeah so it's it's about my interest and what drives me and my passion i go all in Mm. yeah that's beautiful yeah and I take that to my students too I just let them know like you know just go all in you know uh really enjoy it really grow and and try I like trying new things you know I really I really try new foods I like traveling new places I like talking to new people I, I just like experiencing new things because then when you when you do make those decisions my information that I've gathered is really well more informed I believe mm-hmm. yeah Mm. I mean, I'll say, I will be thoroughly honest with you. Most of the things I've learned about professionalism is not reading. It was through word of mouth, talking to you, you know, listening to podcasts. I'm like, oh, man, Philip, did you know about this graduate program? I said, no. But then a person told me, like, that's how I've, I've learned so many opportunities from people. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been my biggest resource ever. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Any final words? Well, I love your podcast. Thank you. Um, I'm going to have to listen to it mostly because when I get back, because I usually listen to podcasts on my iPhone, but I'm using this flip phone for the holidays. <laughs> so it's been hard for me to catch up, so I got a, a lot of binging to do. But I was telling people the other day, uh, I never even thought of having West Coast guests like yourself or vice versa. But I did one interview with David Meltzer, and then Todd connected us, right? And mm-hmm. then he was like, he was like, Todd, you know, and I was like, he was like, I was like, Todd, every person that you connected with me has been nice. And he's like, yeah, man. Like, no, he's like, yo, you give off an energy. I know who to align you with. And it's mm-hmm. like, I definitely, like you said, being on your podcast and talking to you and all the people that he's connected me, it's like, you definitely, there, I'm learning more and more to believe in that. I call it mumbo jumbo foo-foo-ness, but I believe... <laughs> You know, you know, I'm not super science. I'm you know. all super woo-woo. So yeah, I'm... <laughs> you know, but I, I'm, I am starting to really believe in that energy stuff. And, yeah. And, and, and what you put out is what you give out. Living a life mm-hmm. of gratitude. If you live a life of gratitude, lots of weird things happen to you. I, I've noticed that over time. Like When I said I was grateful and happy and appreciative and said that to people, people have been nicer to me. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, some of those people say this is a science of happiness. For me, it's just like this is duh. Like, like if I treated you nice, and you and and if you if I treat people nice, and maybe the people don't treat me nice back, 
well, then I just don't worry about those people. I, I spend time right. with people that treat me nice back. And then it just keeps on like almost like a magnet. You'll start seeing, you'll just start surrounding yourself with people that, mm-hmm. that vibe. And now I learned vibration. And vibe, but <laughs> I say that all the time. I say, I vibe with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what, what I, I love. Think, I, think, I think what you get out is what you, what you get. It's really, it's really true. You put out that good stuff, blessings will come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, and it might not be right away. It might not be in a, a huge magnitude. Like, I'm not saying put out blessing, I'm going to be a millionaire, you know, but good friendships have come because I've, I've been nice to people. I've mm-hmm. gotten some really good friends. So. Well, it's not just being nice, but you actually, I, my feeling of you is that it's, you're feeling the niceness. And that's the difference. It's like, if you're just like, hey, that's really nice to meet you versus I really enjoy spending time with you. Yeah, I do. You're going to feel that. And, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's innate in you. And that's, that's, a, that's a really big gift that you have because a lot of people will say their feelings, but they won't actually feel them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big crybaby too. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't, don't get me around no sad mood, man. I can't. That's why I purposely told my wife I don't want dramas with her no more. I, I get it. I don't I like want com- I only like comedies. Me too. And action movies. I don't do the action movies anymore, but I do like the comedies. No, man, I I, I get too much in my feelings, man. Too much. I like really get serious. I'm like, don't do that, man. You know, don't go there. (laughs) But I love Forrest Gump. That's still my favorite movie, and that's a very emotional movie. But what I what I've learned from Forrest Gump is that how he floated through life and opportunities. Mm -hmm. It's just he was just so nice to. He just kind of just was open. Yeah. Before you know it, randomly he looked up and he was talking to the president. Which is so amazing. That's kind of how I live my life. It's just be open to opportunities, open to talking to new people, meet new people, but also just have that genuine kindness. Like you write, like um, it's not a fake kindness, but just the right. intrinsic part. Like I really enjoy meeting you and getting to know people. And because of you, my day was better. And because of you, I learned something. I really mm-hmm. believe that. Like I really learned because of certain X, Y, and Z, I've actually become a better person. I grew, I learned something new. And that's really what happened through all my relationships. With, with good friends. I've always learned something good from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can people find you? So positive filter, um, but the it's positive P, oh, you know, you're not supposed to positive. I'm about to, <laughs> but the filter, but the filter is spelled with P-H-I-L-T-E-R, like play on my name. Positive filter on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. That's a at positive filter and it's all one word and i also have a normal website which is positivefilter.com all one word and that's where they can find me uh, my podcast and just getting help uh, linkedin you can connect with me on linkedin philip wilkerson the third uh wilkerson w-i-l-k-e-r-s-o-n and philip is spelled one l the right way everyone <laughs> nah, everyone puts my name with two l's no it's one it's one l and that's it. Yeah, that's where you, you can find me, listen to stuff. And I, like I said, I love to connect with people. I, I've used LinkedIn very well professionally to connect and learn, and, you know, all that stuff. I, I love it. So thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Philip. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, like I said, I, I think that I'm, because of you, I might, might, might pursue a PhD myself. I'm not, I don't know. I'm the See, look, no, it's free. It's free. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's free, but still, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I know. I know. So (laughs) we'll see. see. Yeah, you might. Yeah, I got. I got the pros and cons. I'm. You. You. I got like. You know me. I'm getting my. uh, My sample. My sample. My poll. (laughs) I 
I, my main thing is not the uh, the brochure. I be doing like I do like I talk to people that did it or in it mm-hmm. and see what they're. That's how I learned. I'm like, do you like this or don't? How was your experience? Right. That's how I've learned. I've learned everything through people, not no beautiful, not some information session. Because you know, if you go to an information session, what are they gonna tell you? Right. Please come to the program. This is the best program in the world. Mm-hmm. All right. I need to go talk to the alumni. Right. And I need to talk to the actual current students. Right. And they'll tell me the real. They'll tell me what mm-hmm. they think. They'll sell it. Most people sell the people that will sell your program are the people that are in it. Right. You know, it's, this is great. You're like, okay, they like it. They're in it. Good. And it tell you it's hard at the same time. So yes. <laughs> they keep it real. They keep it real with you. But thank you so much. I'm definitely excited to share. We're going to collab. And someday I'm going to be on the West Coast. You never know. I might that be would there. be awesome. I might be out there. Never know. <laughs> um, I never say never. Oh, well, have a beautiful evening, my friend. Yes, thank you so much. I really appreciate you following up. And I really appreciate you getting me on your podcast. Like I said earlier, I'm so surprised that people ask me to be on their podcast. Because I, I wasn't. No, no, I'm just saying, like, when I started my podcast, I had no idea that I was going to connect with people and collab. Mm-hmm. And I was just sharing my thoughts. But because of that, I built a whole community of people through this through this platform. Yeah. Uh, I have now, I do have podcast friends, you know, like, yeah. it's a whole other co- community I have. I have a new community. So I'm so glad that this community brought us together. Me too. The action item of the week is to tune in in more deeply and find out what your skill sets are. If you need help, find someone who knows you relatively well and ask them to help you uncover what you can't see so that you can shine as the best person you can be. That's all for the week. Until next time, I bid you the highest peace, love, and prosperity. Namaste. of our soul shine I can feel it yours and mine close your eyes and witness it inside in your bones you will know trust and let go and 